He opened it and closed the drawer. That was me. I'm guilty. <laughs> but I didn't open my own drawers, just on the stand here. That was all. We're talking about drawers? We're going to be what? pulling them, them, down those drawers? <laughs> no, I, I I said I didn't open that drawer, those drawers. Oh, I thought we were talking about pulling down drawers. Okay. Yeah, well, as soon as you see Kitty Hawk's latest art, you might. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Moving on. Welcome to another edition of the Webcomic Beacon here at webcomicbeacon.com, part of the Webcast Beacon Network, covering and promoting creativity and the creative process since 2007, dear Lord. I'm Fess from archercomic.com, and with me we have Mark Savory of autumnlake.com, and what new website? Dreamingofutopia.com. Hello there. Hi. Hi. We don't have Kelly this week, but uh, we do have a panel of guests. Um, we've had uh, we've had all of them on the show before, uh, particularly talking about a little old project called the Cross Overlord, um, which had uh, bore out of uh, or bore after the uh, the uh, largest webcomic crossover event in history to date, called the Crossover Wars. We'll go into more of that in just a bit. Uh, let me introduce. We have Kitty Hawk with Sparkling Gener- from Sparkling Generation Valkyrie Yuki at sgvy.com. Welcome back to the show. Of course, you would get disconnected at that point. <laughs> oh, and you, rem- you memorized all that stuff too. Now you can do it all over. <laughs> we have TV's Mr. Neil from da from Dacien from. Yeah, from Decian, from the, Crossover the, Lord, and Crossover ah, Kill. I still got it wrong. Oh, damn it. God damn it, Fest. Fired. Damn you. Damn you, Fest. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Please be welcomed. I guess it's not welcomed. All right. And Ben Carver from uh, Point Guardian, uh, Hero Academy, and, of course, Crossover Kill. Welcome back. Thank you. And, uh, of course, Ben and Neil are also... Uh, they also run a, a, a podcast. Um, it's something about animation and like they know what they're talking about. What is it? Animation? Aficionados. And aficionados is actually Italian for someone who enjoys something but is not an expert. Oh, really? Okay. That is. Oh, man. Well, we're, we'll keep trying to get Kitty Hawk back uh, as we move ahead. But uh, yeah, you can check them out on animationaficionados.com for. Um, I don't know, quite a lot of discussions on animations that they love. And if you disagree with them, you could be a guest on their show. Guys, you got to update your bump. I Seriously. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So cro- we'll start with uh, uh, Cross Overlord. Um, we had them on the show before. We had a whole episode about it before. And so if you haven't heard that, I'd recommend you actually go listen to that first. Um, but what they had done recently is done a retrospective. Um, so whose idea was it to do a retrospective for this comic that ended, uh, was it one, two years ago? It was, uh, it was over two years ago and it was, I'd say it was 75% Neil and about 10% me and uh, 15% perspiration. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> came together pretty quickly. I mean, we, before, before we even knew what was going on, we were inviting people to come on the show and, uh, yeah, we got we got Al and Remus really quick, and uh, Abby jumped on board, and like a couple Away days we go. Later, a couple days later we were recording it, and it was like, it was a wow, you know, we just kind of threw it together so quickly. It, it's what Blues Brothers 2000 should have been. We actually did get the old gang back together. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. We have 
Yeah, I was talking to to Lewis. Uh, Lewis uh, actually, he's he's local, and he uh, I see him every once in a while at a movie night. Um, and I was like, yeah, I heard about this uh, thing. And it's like, um, yeah, and he basically t- told me a lot of what you guys already went through through the retrospective. Uh, you know, he was there really much in the beginning, and then just got busy. And he's like, you know, you guys totally deserve you know incredible kudos for pulling that whole project through so um and yeah one thing that you were talking about in the retrospective it was maybe like a 30 page sort of uh, idea that turned into a well over 100 pages yeah we kind of uh i don't think i don't think he realized what he was getting himself into we we talked about this on the retrospective he Mm -hmm. he thought that by bringing al and i in that we were just going to do this kind of you know, fun little crossover event. It's going to be, you know, maybe run a month or two. And it ended up running two years. And a lot of it was because Al and I just kept writing these scenes. And a lot of them were, <laughs> didn't really have much to do with the story. It was just all character development, which, you know, it's just what I do. It's, I, I couldn't help myself. Half the time I'd be like pitching scenes in, in the middle of scenes, like, okay, we have to have a diversion here. We have to, we have, to have characters eating. That, that was my, that was. <laughs> I must have pitched that like three times. I'm like, there's got to be an eating scene. Eating well, it, scene. Well, it's also we kept on getting, you know, it's it wasn't quite, you know, we, we did get uh, some later additions and lots of lots of scrambling happened early on. Even even earlier contributors like Remus didn't know about the whole pillars of faith thing at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, yeah. which is hilarious to me. It's a uh, if for, for those of you that listened to the retrospective. Uh, Yes, our characters almost ran around with Elijah Dushku, and uh, <laughs> we we pushed off to that early on. Well, when when you say we, you, you weren't there yet. <laughs> That's true. I was not there yet. I came in half at the halfway mark. I am sorry. I, you were I, right. I was I, I was the one who put the brakes on that. I'm like oh, I like William, but uh, I got to put a stop to this because I'm I'm not going to have the character Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer in our comic because because the whole point of crossover Lord was to pitch a crossover between five or six original characters. And, you know, there's Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What the hell is she doing here? <laughs> and later she got she got uh, swapped out for the Green Avenger, which I was, uh, I appreciated much more. Yes, and, and Abby was an awesome contributor. It's <laughs> Yeah, Abby's actually, uh, unless she moved, she, she actually was from the same city I'm from too, as well. So um, I've met her a few times. Um, and uh, I think she also had the same problem as as Neil had is uh, updating their own comic. Uh, Neil, hey, I just uploaded a a twenty five page buffer this morning, so that'll be starting yes, on uh, on uh, oh. March March twenty fourth, and uh, we'll see how long that lasts. But uh, new comics coming. Yay! It's awesome. The trick is to keep doing them. Of course, I shouldn't talk since uh, my my uh, PSI comic hasn't updated for yeah i what i have come i faced is uh okay i simply don't have the time for my hobby comic and i don't want to be one of those people that just leaves every all the readers that were there hanging indefinitely so i finally typed up all right from here to the end quote unquote this is basically what's going to happen if you want to see it it's a password protected page so if you want to see it you can at least get that while I figure out what I want to do, because I'm a reader too. I know what happens. It usually, you know, that's why like Neil's comic isn't in any of my bookmarks anymore. I just don't check it, you know, and that just happens. 
Well, the so. weird thing about Decine is that everyone keeps her alive because I keep getting requests for crossovers. It's like, uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's like, well, can we use her in crossover kill? I'm like, okay. <laughs> in fact, she's the, coming. She's coming back to crossover kill in like a month. Well, the, sweet. The, the biggest reason why is Do- is Dacian is a very interesting character. It's 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 a it's a loud mouth, energetic girl that just that that. <laughs> and that hair, that awesome hair. Yes. I love that hair. It's fun to draw. It's it's basically every girl I know just wrapped into one person. I'm sorry. Dead silence. <laughs> I... Yeah. Well, no, you said you said like, it. She, she's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, let's see. All the women I know in real life, they wouldn't combine to make that. No. Hey, well, I, I know a lot of smart ass women. So. You know Tanya. <laughs> well, that's true. Yes. I know Tanya. She, she doesn't have wild hair like that, though. Well, okay, no, she doesn't have wild hair like that, no. <laughs> Maybe if she wore a wig or something, she might. All right, so when looking at crossover uh, Lord, um, it was, uh, let's, because uh, it, it, it has been a while, can we clarify if this was in, indeed uh, sort of bore out of the crossover wars or was this just uh, uh, is it just remotely sort of connected or not at all connected? Like, what is there a connection or not? There is a little bit because Al Schroeder attempted to make a bridge. There's actually a chapter in Mind Mistress mm. that connects the two stories. Uh, the the Smiling Man had an agent in the crossover wars who turned out to be Pink Flash from Ant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the connection. Um, as far as as far as motivation and plots go, there's really no connection between the evil overlords and uh, and the smiling man. So you don't have to read one to read the other. So so you don't have to track down all the pages of the crossover wars to understand crossover lord. And thank God for that because uh, the the archive for the crossover wars is all over the place. <laughs> right, right. Um and that 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 is one thing I tried to do when when I redid my PSI website since I had crossed over so much. I when I redid it like on a WordPress like a final time, I actually got permission to I think I got permission. I should have got permission to actually post their comics within my archive to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um but of course, when you have uh, a comic like Cross Crossover uh, uh Crossover Lord and Crossover Kill is uh the the comic is itself uh you don't you don't have too much or any uh outside crossovers with either of the comics of the characters that are a part of it right right okay like, <laughs> i was i was trying to think of any and i'm like no i really don't know of any aside from what al schroeder does al schroeder is always doing like cameos so. yeah it's Mm-hmm. Most of, most of the time we I, I'm I'm so I was so busy with Point Guardian I never had time to do cameos or internal crossovers in Point Guardian I just uh, had very little, little interest in doing that because I was too busy uh, outputting an insane page output back then that's <laughs> and uh, and like I said it's it just never got to the point where I were. I, I could call a guy up and say, hey, I want to use your character for, for one page or anything like that. I did try I did try something at the end of Point Guardian where I tried to contact the creators like uh, Neil and uh, Al and others saying, hey, I had this idea. You write one you write one month you write one issue, 
one month's worth of comics based off of your favorite character from from my universe and i will do a one issue one shot of i'll i'll draw it and everything and, and that sort of fell apart too there was uh, well th- there's sometimes a contention on because uh, you're talking you're talking about like one page or something like that and to me no one, one issue 22 look, pages no i'm talking about like when you were like you know if you were going to ask somebody just for like yeah, like a one page thing or something like that it's, it's for for me a cameo doesn't necessitate a crossover crossover is where it's 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 canon to both or, or all parties doing the cross over because no. it's, it's a cross over versus just a cameo. It just kind of happens and it may or may not have actually happened in the other property. Well, we actually kind of covered that in crossover Lord, because uh, as it turned out, there are characters in some web comics that are fictional and others. So we kind of made up this kind of half-assed excuse, you know, like the, uh, the, the whole doppelganger thing. Sometimes, you know, characters are different individuals in other universes and sometimes they're just, thought up by people and they become fictional and so that's kind of how we got around it if there's something if there's like two different crossovers that kind of contradict each other hey they they must be like doppelgangers they're not they're not actual the two of them aren't really canonical with each other but there's a there's an explanation built in well when you look at uh like say short packed and um um multiplex mm-hmm. um they've had they've had sort of crossovers they both say that because it's like basically they're both in cities that are not next to each they're they're not the same city mm-hmm. but they're sort of alt universes of each other it's like so in short pack there's a, a alt universe multiplex and in multiplex it's a alt universe short packed um Sort of, sort of like how in futurama the simpsons is a show and in the simpsons futurama is a show <sighs> I know, but like that can't oh. both. I know that I know some people that would contend that because of certain scenes that were potentially throwaways. I think it also, it also, I guess it also depends whether or not how you accept the Halloween episodes of of Simpsons being actual canon or not. Yeah, oh, well, you are fucking kidding me if you're going into that argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, you can go into the extended universe into Bongo Comics and then. They do meet up in the comic series. I'm sorry, Kitty Hawk, but there's only one answer to extend universe. What? <laughs> Neil knows the answer. Yeah, but uh, what's the answer? We're gonna have to explain it. There's, there's a, <laughs> what is it? A cracked.com video where somebody yes. brings up the, the Star Wars extended universe, and the other guy just slaps him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the extended universe. Yeah. Oh, but here's here's actually it's not like you know I wrote my own Star Wars story. This is actually within the same like you know content holders and all that. So I think they are in the same universe. But anyway, well, okay, like to quote uh, you know Mr. Plinkett, fuck that shit. No, <laughs> no, but it's it's like, I totally agree that like quote unquote extended universe when you have things that are outside the medium that basically take off. A life of its. You have things or what, Fess? It's what? <laughs> What'd you say? It's a recursive occlusion. It's making my brain hurt. It's all Max Escher. Well, it's it's like it's so it's it's like to a point you could maybe have like supplemental material, but when you have like like say Star Wars where you got like 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 the book series of everything, it's like I would almost say that the book series could almost have to be an entirely like an alt universe of Star Wars. Yeah, because 
because it's, it's it's not like you had like some sort of like compilation book like some sort of supplement like, like uh, i just i had bought the hyrule historia uh for oh, Lex Zelda. Oh, dear Lord, no. oh no no there no, is no, no Zelda timeline no it's all a lie after link's awakening i'm just saying i haven't actually read it yet but i'm saying it's like if that's like canon sort of thing and it's just like a simple supplemental material to like the actual stuff. You know, it could have some merit in that. But once you start going super like expanded, like Star Wars, it's like you can't expect everybody to. I don't know. It's 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 asking a little bit. I, I, I would disagree. I would say Star Wars is is I would say that's actually universe. Whereas I would say with Legend of Zelda, they kind of tried to shoehorn it in. Because I remember I had the uh, Link to the Past and the Link's Awakening strategy guides, and they tried to make a timeline out of out of Zelda even back then, and it it just was like it was a Versus, stretch. Well, those are Versus the only two games that are really connected because in yeah, Link's Awakening, thought, in Link's Awakening, he's act, he actually is having nightmares of bosses from yeah, the yeah, other yeah. game. Yeah, but, but like what I'm saying is, is like in the Link to the Past one, they tried to tie in. Uh, Legend of Zelda and Zelda 2 into the Link to the Past timeline and which is total they had yeah it was like total stretch but I was like you know I'm like 12 I'm like yay but it's but with 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 Zelda, Link and Zelda it's not the same Link and Zelda each game though which means that's no, not but, but the, idea really is the, same a, universe. the no. idea is they try to say it's the same universe they, in in this in the last official timeline and I say official with quotes is first the Skyward Sword. <laughs> Next the, the, is... the whole the whole thing with the timeline is that it was something that the U.S. box art had on the back, and that's where yep. it came from. I mean, the original two games they aren't even coherent with each other. There's there's a there's actually a second Zelda in the other in, in Zelda two. It, it's the original Zelda who who you know, was cursed with a sleeping spell and you have to wake her up, but she's not the Zelda from the first game. It's like, what? You know, (laughs) it's, it's the most nonsensical thing I've ever heard. If you are going to make a Zelda timeline, you know, at least decanonize the first two games. The first two games are just nonsense. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to see what exactly is our link to the past. Oh boy. No, we're not. Hang on. (laughs) Okay, first the Skyward Sword. No! <laughs> okay, I'm going to whip stop. out my ocarina and start playing the song of sleep to make Ben stop doing that. Okay, deal. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. It's uh... Well, you can, I mean, Ocarina of Time uh, um, and, uh, what is it? Ocarina? There is no Zelda timeline. Majora's, Majora's Mask. Majora's Maybe a Majora's Mask. mask. No, here's and the problem with the timeline. It, it splits into three. That's not a timeline. Yeah, the hero time succeeds, it goes here. If it fails, it goes here. It's not a timeline it's, anymore. That's it's, a choose-your-own-adventure no, no, book. Don't, don't you see? See, when Biff went back to 1955... Oh. No, no. Let me, let me explain something about Back to the Future. Back to the Future has one timeline, which follows Marty. That's the timeline. It does, it, that is not analogous to the Zelda timeline. That's, that's why the future was different when Biff went back to 1955. It, it actually has an alternate timeline. But what's strange is that the Marty from Timeline 1, who we start with, crosses over into this other timeline, and that Marty winds up back at the Twin Pines Mall, which is very strange. But anyway. Yeah, but the the timeline that the movie follows is just following Marty. I mean, it's not like like an actual splitting timeline where you actually wind up in different movies that have different canons. 
Yeah. No, also, you couldn't do that. But that's not actually evolve around a single person, though. Actually, technically, Neil, uh, they uh, the uh, Zebeka said that the 1985 B is actually the Watchman 1985. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, God. Because he threw in, he threw in a newspaper that said Richard Nixon getting fourth re-election. Oh, said okay. that they said they said that oh yeah this is totally in the Watchmen timeline. I I, I think Zemeckis was joking, but he did say it in the commentary. Well, you know what? Now, now it is. You know what? We already talked about time travel on the webcomic beacon. If you go back to webcomic beacon episode number one twenty four, time travel. <laughs> if you travel back in time to that episode, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll continue our we'll continue our discussion back in episode one twenty four. <laughs> so moving on to uh, cross overlord. Um, uh, back to back to multiverses. I want to do want to talk to multiverses a little bit uh, yet. Um, does uh, uh, you might have mentioned this, but I might have got lost in the in the recent discussion. Um, does cross overlord um, is is it canon? Wh- which is it canon with any of the uh, the characters in it? Yes, absolutely. Yes, the events happen. For those characters, but it didn't happen in their universe. It's it's much like the Marty theory. Neil was saying the timeline of the character is what's important, not like the timeline of Ringo's un- dimension or 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 Rune Death's dimension or whatever. Okay, yeah. so um, so crossover Lord is you know I mean like considering dimensional jumps, you know, sort of speak between all the different web comics or whatever. I consider them different dimensions or or whatnot. Uh, so crossover lord is is a place and it's a thing that's happened to these characters um is yes is what you're saying yes yes okay yeah i would i would say so so it is canon yes all right um and cross crossover kill i'm also going to assume is also directly canon as well to crossover lord that is correct yes absolutely it's uh it's the events happen (coughs) oh thank you thank you thank you for that and uh, and the events happen to the characters. I don't know if anyone's going to reference the events directly in their own works. I know Al does that, and uh, mm-hmm. my the characters I have that were in both their comics were already ended, so there was no reference for me to make. I probably would have if they were continuing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm not sure if Kitty Ock will make any reference of Yuki being in crossover kill. I've actually thought about doing it, but um. But like I've always thought of the Yuki and uh, Crossover Lord and Crossover Kill as a more mature Yuki because that's how I've always seen like ne- how Neil and them write it, write uh, her. Yeah, it's like a more so in the future. Yeah, so yeah, a little a little bit in the future when Yuki's gotten a little bit more into it. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I I will make a ref. I definitely was planning on making a reference, but this is a more like the Superman to the Superboy that I'm yeah, writing it's... right now. It it will uh, it it would just it would also throw off the pacing of where your story is now. Well, yeah, story. yeah. Like, gee, remember that? Oh, yes. But right. I know I know exactly the point at which I could do it. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. I I try to I try to keep my comic self-contained, but I I, I do count it as canon anyway. Mm-hmm. So there may yeah. be references in the future, but at the at the present moment, I have no plan to do so. <laughs> well, I have no reason to. Yes, uh, I'm trying to find a file of mine, and I'm going to share it in uh, the show notes so you guys can take a look at it. I I have, uh, from the crossover uh, wars, I have actually put together a sort of uh, multiverse diagram, 
as far as uh, PSI is concerned. And with that is also a, a basic link to crossover Lord and crossover kill and mind mistress more or less with the connections of this. And, and even with just seeing this, it gives you sort of a sort of uh, how complex it is, even from just looking at evil overlords United and cameo comic and just one comic being PSI, which how many different crossovers or crossover slash alt universe crossovers it was. Um, and I can only imagine trying to put the, put one of these things together for crossover Lord. Um, but honestly, it's, it's, it's really fun and nerdy for me to, to try to figure these things out. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, one of the things that was brought up, I'm not sure if it was actually brought up in mind mistress itself or crossover Lord or crossover kill, but the idea of the first verse, do, do you guys remember that at all? Vaguely. Yeah. Mm, vaguely. Wow. It was uh, it's it's one of those moments uh, that becomes dangerous in a crossover event for me where it's OK. You guys know the really stupid theory about all all, t- all, all TV or. Yeah, TV. I was just about to bring that up. The Tommy Westfall universe. Yeah. The, yeah the, the Tommy Westfall universe where ev- all primetime television happens in an autistic kids brain. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but here's, here's, here's where my argument comes from. Just because they show up doesn't mean it's a crossover. That Just because they show up, that's a cameo. That doesn't necessarily make it a canon occurrence in each property. Um, and that's the thing for this. is like if I say I'm a direct crossover or is there's a crossover ability between PSI and Mind Mistress, does that mean I have to accept everything about what happens in Mind Mistress about, about the, the multiverse jumble? Um does first verse exist in my comic as well? I'm I haven't decided yet, but it's it's I don't know. It, it, perhaps it's just me being neurotic about stuff and things that don't really matter. But I know as a fan of stuff, I could get agitated about certain things like that. Um, it, it's it, it's it's probably easier with different dimensions, as in like web comics. But when you try to do crossovers, as in saying that they exist in the same world, that's where things can really get dicey. So um, it's probably a good thing that the crossover Lord and crossover kill happen in basically an alt dimension or or something or however it's set up because I'm sure it doesn't take place. Okay, fine. You you tell me where does crossover Lord <laughs> crossover kill take place? Does it take place in anybody's webcomic? Um, it, it it actually crosses from from reality to reality. So part of it actually takes place. Part of crossover kill actually takes place in uh, in Magellan's in my, world. Part of it takes yep. place in uh, in Ben's world. Yes, actually, yeah. actually, a lot of the yeah. thing was uh, for a good portion of the crossover kill, they were in the knight's uh, bunker and uh, and. Yeah, actually, a lot of the interaction stuff, the stuff that Neil likes with people eating and uh, and hanging out and shower people scenes, all, all that was in my shower universe. <laughs> that Kitty Hawk drew. Yay! I'll draw more. <laughs> There's, uh, yeah, during the Crossover Wars, I did a Jenny Everywhere comic called Jenny, Jenny Everywhere and the Crossing Over Worlds. And one of my big things for that comic was that it wasn't a comic because everywhere that Jenny was, she was technically in somebody else's comic. And and one of the things I had where she became like fourth fourth wall aware and everything is that she realized she basically doesn't have a home. 
Um, and so that's one of the things. So I really like Jenny everywhere because you can do a whole lot of things with her. And, and, and that was the sort of thing. So everything that happened did happen in somebody else's comic. Um, so I, 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 I'm just a big nerd about crossovers and such. And I know not everybody is, but it's like, these are, these are things I love about that. Well, you talk about whether or not you want to accept certain things as canon. We kind of made Jenny everywhere. The herald of the crossover seer Ringo. Yeah, I did, I did uh, uh, notice that Jenny Ever was popping up, and her design actually kind of changed a little bit between artists. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's what happens with every artist. Every well, artist adds their own spin. There, there's no hard I, character sheet. And that's what I love That's what I love about this um, series is that I get to see, like, the characters drawn in different ways, especially Yuki. It was just interesting to see, like, in Crossover Lord, you got to see really only, like, I think a couple of times, but... Mostly but Neil. like in crossover kill, it was really aw- it's really awesome to see Yuki in different styles. <laughs> yeah, it's uh... different styles. It is, is the rib- well, the ribbons the ribbons change length, which I kind of think is kind of cool. Like and, you know, uh, <laughs> and one of the pages that uh, well, uh, Asaku, my friend who tragically passed away last year, he drew uh, several pages on crossover kill, and he drew one, he drew one where where Yuki's skirt was red, and I that love was that. a. That was a mistake, but Kitty Hawk loved that. I thought it was really cool. I, I thought it was, I was like, I never thought to make the skirt red, but that actually looks really good. And and uh, Dan, I love Dan's art, but every time Dan draws Yuki, Yuki is nipping out. <laughs> I know. She's it's got awesome. a little bit of nipple in the page that I just drew. You have to really squint to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but I dance. It's like it's like torpedo press. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to squint to see Neil drawing the the nipples, but with Dan's, it can put your eye out. She could cut glass with those. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a superpower she had. That explored, is a new power. Myself. Yes, uh, glass cutter. And let's clear up one thing right now. It's uh, we've been using she for Yuki over and over again, and. Uh, it's supposed to be he, right, Kitty Hawk? Well, it's it's he in the um in the main story in the main storyline. I don't really with the pronoun I I say he, but like like I've told other people, it's not a big deal. It's wait, a, well, look, wait, what does Valkyrie Yuki uh, self-identify as? Is as male. That's how he thinks of himself. There we go. Yeah, but but I'm but I always refer but I I admit that I refer to when like Yuki's used for like advertisement or something, I'll use the feminine pronoun just because I think of that as well that Yuki it's is easier happy. than trying to explain it. Yeah, it's like that Yuki's happy because that Yuki is not currently over here being tormented by gods. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like how Misfile will some you'll see Misfile have advertisements here and there and and it'll bring up what the sort of plot is mm-hmm. kind of sorta with some of the dialogue that's within the ads and then sometimes it's 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 cheesecake and it's not brought up cuz that might confuse some people too much <laughs> but you know um so let's let's work do you want to get in here at all a what do you want to get in here at all we, no you're doing good i'm uh, i'm right here i'm with you <laughs> let's let's cross over to crossover kill and uh, the other side the other through to the other side no, that, that was what that's what we use in all the promo stuff <laughs> that that is exactly what we use am so, i right neil so give us yes, the primer is. give us the primer for crossover kill why does it exi- why does it exist how does it exist 
It exists because Al had an idea of let's do another crossover called Crossover Kill, and it's going to be about death and every the deaths of all the universes being abducted. And uh, what happened was was Al asked Kitty Hawk if she could uh, maybe not contribute as much as the other contributors, but at, at the very least contribute Yuki to the project. Yeah. And Kitty Hawk graciously said yes. And uh, what happened was we got some scripts going, and I said, hey, my friend Asaku, he, he wants to draw the first cover. And that like first cover awesome. was magic. That first cover that, 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 that cover is awesome. I love that cover. I was looking at that last night. Yeah, they uh, they came to me and they said, do you want to use Yuki and Crossover Kill? And I was like, yeah. And then they, um, they asked me to do, uh, I don't know if we were going to talk about this quite yet, but the character sheet uh for for hell because because of the plot that is in crossover kill with with the gathering of the deaths and all and i had actually planned on hell being in the series anyway but i hadn't actually whipped up a character design yet and they're like do you want to i'm like yeah okay sure yeah i'll do that (laughs) and then um then i actually that was really cool neil actually used uh my illustration in the comic which i was like oh that's so awesome because you see Neil's art, and there's my art right there, and it's just so <laughs> cool. I mean, and nope. I've been very happy with uh, with uh, the whole thing so far. Like, the art's been really good, and I love the handling of Yuki. Um, you, you were going to say something, Neil? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I was trying very hard those first four pages to impersonate Kitty Hawk's drawing, and the first page looks the best, and it kind of goes downhill after that. I, I, I did not do as good a job as I did impersonating uh ida well i love i love the latest page you did with yuki um where you know yuki's got the valkyrie uh, smash yes. yeah valkyrie smash oh and yeah the underboo that that was that was a really fun page that was and uh and my fans certainly enjoyed that too they're like valkyrie smash yay so that was pretty good so I've been, I've enjoyed the project so far, and I really like, and I actually enjoy that they asked me to do the um, the cheesecake uh, pages in the shower. Yes, <laughs> which there is uh, there there is as Kitty Hawk always draws pages. There's an unreleased version of that as well. There's an uncensored. Well, there's an uncensored um, page two on my uh, blog, which is at uh, montrose.is/sketching. Link. Um, Montrose you, is sketching. Montrose is sketching. I meant to the specific page. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Well, I can. Let me. I can get that then. But, uh, <laughs> I'll find. I, I. You asked for it. I will deliver. But yes. Um. It's that. I actually started drawing it, and I was actually drawing it uncensored, and then I realized, oh, uh, this is not supposed to be. Um. Oh, yeah. Not that kind of comic. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> But actually, all the all the contributors, even the people who own the characters in the shower, they're like, oh, I want to see that. <laughs> now I need, a link to the, I need a link to the crossover kill one, too. Anyway, <clears throat> I remember it, but I, yeah, it's... Uh, okay, so we got uh, the crossover kill. Uh, deaths are can it be well yeah. they're not killing deaths i believe somebody's... i believe the plot is that the president of the united states in one reality he's the only he's the only being that still exists and he basically co- contacted all of his doppelgangers here's the doppelganger thing coming in again and what they're doing is they're gathering all the deaths to 
to basically summon the death in his world so that he can be immortal. I, I believe that's the plot. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You believe that's the who, like? Like I said, I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a key writer, and I was actually gone for like a month or two. So, uh, I, I there were some details that I I sort of missed, but I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to get caught up uh, as we speak. Stuff happens. Yeah. Plus, uh, yeah. I'm doing a podcast, and you know my my attention's divided these days. You know how it is. Yeah, and. Uh... <clears throat> But but overall, the whole the whole of crossover kill is basically where they got where Mindmistress is the recruiter this time. There is no uh, the the recruiter isn't uh, Ringo isn't Ringo. It's Mindmistress <laughs> is is the recruiter. She uh, contacts everybody. She contacts the Knight this time versus Ultra, and they decide the best safest place to uh, to shore up for the time being was going to the Knight's uh, bunker. And they go there, and there's lots of funny pages where they eat dinner. They uh, <laughs> the uh, they they take a shower. There's a sparring match that I insisted on, where uh, where the uh, the knight and and uh, Captain Perfect fight. And uh, what, what I love about Captain Perfect is is Dan writes him to be an arrogant ass, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I think that's intentional. Neil, yeah, yes, I, I would assume so. I mean, I, yeah. I calls himself Captain Perfect. That's just that's just crying to be lampooned. <laughs> that is true, and uh, and the whole idea of worlds without death. I mean, uh, it's it sort of glossed over a little bit. I remember it was way late in the game. I probably should have suggested this way sooner. But I said, hey, can we do something like? Can we have one universe versus like Soldier Jack? <clears throat> and and no one knew what that was. Well, no. I knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and everyone's like, that's a great idea, but it's too late. <laughs> I do like I did like the world that um that they went to where no one was dying and they were being eaten alive by insects. That was pretty creepy, awesome. Yeah, but the, for the story of of, of 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 the soldier and death, it's a yeah. it's it, it was retold multiple times. It was even on even Jim Henson did a version of it mm. where basically a soldier has a sack. And he puts death in the sack, and no one's dying anymore. Uh, the soldier in his sack. It's uh, it's great. It's a, uh, it's on the, it's on Netflix. Uh, Jim Henson's The Storyteller, season one. Check it out. Oh yeah. I haven't actually year. seen that since I didn't, I've actually haven't seen that since that aired. That was a long. It's a yeah. great series. Yeah, it was wonderful. Brian has a dog. So who's one of the is uh, uh, Ben? Okay, so who who are the lead writers of Crossover Kill then? I would have to say it's mostly Al this time. It's a uh, <clears throat> we make suggestions. Um, Al the Al Sab also is 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 one of the lead writers. They like dump a bunch of script pages, and as the creators of our own characters, we get to say, "No, my character would never say this. No, it's this should change completely." Basically, and we also make suggestions, and the suggestions are written like I I suggested the sparring match between uh, Captain Perfect and uh, and the Majestic Knight, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they wrote it. And the original way they wrote it, I didn't like it, so I made a suggestion, and they went with my suggestion. And the fight's a lot funnier this way because at first they were going to have uh, Captain Perfect pull the knight's cape over his head. I'm like, the knight knows he has a cape; he has a way around that already. His cape is detachable. And I said, I would. I, I said, it'd be, I think it'd be funnier if 
if Captain Perfect tried to grab the knight's sword from his sword belt, and the, the knight's sword is booby-trapped to where if anyone who's not wearing his glove grabs his sword, an electrical shock goes through the uh, hilt. Mm-hmm. And hmm. that's what happened, and then Captain Perfect throws the knight at Energize, and that's how the fight ends. The ensues. Um, no, yeah, yeah. So um, so with, with the major plot point, basically uh, kidnapping deaths all over the place, uh, are there... Are there or have there been or will there be uh, cameos of like deaths from other web comics? I'm assuming this was part of the plan to basically be kidnapped or at least be cameoed in part. There has been uh, one of the key ones was, uh, oh, my God, I can't remember what, what web comic it is, but it's it's the one where death is kind of a drunk life and death. Yeah, that one. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's been in it. Um, I know that there there was one from Brad Halla at. I'm not familiar with that comic. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with that comic as I am with the main comics. And the bear. <laughs> no, <laughs> but the, the, the it, we had the bear there, Neil. <laughs> so anyway, I have a no. I don't have a bear. I have a couple. No, no. It's a, there's there's a villain in Crossover Kill that's literally yeah, but that, a bear. The, the bear. Yeah, is the, ba- the bear, bear is all, the bear is awesome. <laughs> Nobody's gonna get this. The, you're like the bear, the bear. No, uh, it's, it's a, it's for, isn't it from Bill Holbrook's comic? Uh, the, I think the bear? so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. The bear is actually one of the doppelgangers. It's just it's, <laughs> there's this bear hanging out with the bad guys. And he's like a super scientist. Well, and Hal did an origin story with a whole bunch of cheesy puns in it. There was like a, I don't remember. <laughs> well, uh, the eating the. You, seal of the united states the president. yeah yeah the, the the guy that they had for what, what what was his role he 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 was there for the president but there was something there that said the official seal of the president i don't, i forget how the plot yeah. goes yeah I, I it was something along that so yeah so he eats the he eats the seal that's in his way right yeah so yeah it's just it was i i thought it was hilarious did he club it like, first Oh, he wasn't making, well, he wasn't making a great deal, so a better deal. All right. So, um, so do you guys know, does anybody happen to know of maybe projected how much longer crossover kill has? About a month. About a month and a half. So we're getting down there. Oh yeah. All right. So, um, uh, let's see here. So we'll provide a link to uh, both of these comics in there. Uh, do you? <laughs> I should probably ask Neil. Do you have a plan Fess. for another one after this? Fast. Yes. What? What? It's, Hello. You said link to, and then all of a sudden it cut out. Oh. All I it, heard was it didn't yelling cut at me. out for us. You were just screaming <laughs> over Fess. Fess. I think Fess was asking me a question. Uh, well, I was going to ask yeah. Neil. Do you have a, a plan for like another crossover event after this happens? <laughs> Al is thinking about one, and I don't know if he's going to do it because he actually retired Mind Mistress, but he's thinking about it, and I'm thinking about jumping in. So you know, do you do you know how long these are going to run when you start them? <laughs> Hell no. No. Well, we actually, just go yeah, and... we projected two years for Crossover Lord and. We had it pretty much down to the wire. I mean, the comic actually had two endings because Al wanted to finish by April 15th, and then we had an epilogue after that. So we kind of cheated on Crossover Lord, and Crossover Kill, I think it was the same thing. We had two years projected, and it's coming about time to end. So, What would the third 
I, I'm trying to think of what other pun you can make for crossover something. I believe it was crossover power. I thought we were gonna do. I thought we were gonna do one where it was like wacky, wacky races. That was a joke. Oh, it was crossover oh, pass. But, so maybe, maybe a, just a, a throwaway crossover wacky something it might be just really, really fun for you guys. Crossover drive, Neil. That was what. Oh was man, be. yeah. That would be hilarious. I would l- read the crap out of that. <laughs> now you. Know, now that we announced it, we have to do it, Neil. It's locked in. <laughs> Come on, you have to do it. You gotta, and you gotta have a Penelope pit stop moment. Yeah. Oh, you you know I'll write that in. <laughs> Yay! I mean, whenever there was like an old cartoon reference or a video game reference or something wacky like that, it was usually me. And there are a lot fewer of those in Crossover Kill, which you which indicates that I'm not one of the main writers. Oh, but well. I am the official, <laughs> the semi-official writer of Yuki in that. <laughs> Yay! And you do a really good job. I really, oh. I really like Yuki. Yuki's awesome in Crossover Kill. I, you captured I, his, his, you know, rage and, and like I said, this is a more mature version of Yuki. So I, I really enjoy reading it. I'm just doing my best. Oh. <laughs> All right. So well, the, the best, the best Yuki pages, I think everyone agrees, were were the ones that Isaku drew. Oh yeah. I love well. I love Isakus. Isakus were just gorgeous. I was actually looking at those last night, and um, but I mean, I actually enjoy seeing Yuki in everyone's style. Like um, Neil's, I think it's um, the style that Mind Mistress is it Al that does the art for Mind Mistress as well, yes. or okay, yeah. Like I actually like seeing Yuki in that style too. I mean, it's really interesting. Because like you know, they do different things with the bows. They do different things with the corset. So I really enjoy it. So I think we're going to wrap up uh, this this conversation. Uh, crossover Kill is going to be ending soon, so we'll be looking to see how that ends and what may come after that. Um, but you can uh, – uh, we'll provide – well, actually probably embed the YouTube video uh, in this particular post so people can check it out and, uh, and whatnot. And uh, take a look at the past. Also, I'll link the old uh, – uh, uh, webcomic uh, beacon episodes, which we've talked about this and the crossover wars and the link to the, if you are a crossover nut, um, I, I got you covered. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Yay! Uh, links galore is what we've got for you. And uh, let's see here. Uh, before we go, uh, is there anything uh, that anyone here would like to, uh, to add as a final note? Um, um, the CN.com March 24th, be there. That's all I got. Uh, sparkling slayer. Generation, Sparkling Generation, Valkyrie Yuki, SGBY.com, Transgender Magical Girl Meets Norse Gods. You'll love it. <laughs> that, that's Kitty Hawk standard. It's a good problem. thing I went before yeah, that because that's a hard one to follow. <laughs> ben? Uh, not really doing any new comics at the moment, but the well, Hero Academy I, might be starting again in a few months. I'm still working on getting past the uh, writer's block that happened after uh, after uh, Asaka's passing. Right. And uh, this was uh, October of last year. Is that right? That uh, it was there was an announcement made on. Uh, yes. On yeah. the Overkill site um, in which she contributed a lot of things and. Uh, she was 32, and that's, uh, he was 32, and that's young. Uh, so, so take care of yourselves out there. <laughs> and well, the, well, it's a, it was it was a, it was a 
chronic uh, problem he had. It's a, uh, and not to mention the healthcare in Mexico was really not that uh, stellar. Mm. So, mm. so there is that. So of course, um, I wanted to make sure that got mentioned in here as well. So. And so that is going to be it for this episode of the Webcomic Beacon here at webcomicbeacon.com. Um, once again, I do want to thank uh, our, our panel of crossoverers, uh, Ben Carver, Kitty Hawk, Neil Purcell. Thank you all for coming on to the show. Thank Crossover you. achievers. Crossover achievers. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, I've been Fess of RogerComic.com. Uh, with TB's Mr. Neil of DoesCN.com and NoSuperPants.com. Kitty Hawk of Sparkling Generation, Valkyrie Yuki, SDBY.com. Ben Carver. <laughs> Mark! <laughs> and this is Mark of AutumnLake.com and DreamingOfUtopia.com. And taking a nap. Dreaming of a nap. Dreaming of a nap. I can a do utopian that. It's 4 a.m. It's 4 a.m. Time for nap time. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Well, I meant I meant because you guys had already mentioned your your links already, so I was like, I was gonna do my sign out, waiting for Mark to do his, and then Neil comes in and like sort of. <laughs> there was a pregnant pause. For I, I thought uh, he was waiting no. for us. The, the no. pregnant no. pause. It has I just followed pause. suit. No, that's fine. That's fine. Neil, you know, doing Mark's job, comes in and picks up the ball. He says his name, website, Kitty Hawk name, website. I'm Ben. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he needs to say. He's I'm, Ben. I'm Dave. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Mark. <laughs>